If it matters to you, it matters to us. Call Tip today on 1-800-938-007. Time to talk about gardening. Delighted to be joined as usual by Alton Nesbitt. Good morning to you, Alton. Good morning, Fran. It's not an ideal day for gardening, that's for sure, Alton. No, it's a very, very wet and windy out there. Yeah. But really, at this time of the year, it, it's, a, it's a lovely time of year, really, because um, uh, a lot of the plants will be making lovely displays of berries uh, at this time of the year. And I love love things that are, are quite easy to grow and that will give a good display at this time of the year. Things like the cotoneasters. These are lovely. Um, a lot of them are evergreen, and um, you can use them as a, either ground cover or as a tree, or even as as um, uh, climbing plants as well. So the cotoneasters are probably one of the, the easiest plants to grow as well. They grow very easily from cuttings, and as well as that, they they are they're quite rampant and quite vigorous as well. So a lot of them are used um, in gardens uh, to have uh, lots of um, you'll have lots of flowers during the summertime. Um, and they have lovely red berries then in the autumn time. And they also um, are evergreen. So, I mean, there's a lovely one called Cotoneaster hybridus pendulus. And this is a lovely weeping type of um, uh, uh, dwarf tree that, that will, will cascade down um, almost like an umbrella shape um, from it. And it has these lovely long ob- oblong uh, leaves, evergreen leaves. But then it also has these brilliant bright red um, berries on it at this time of the year. And this is fantastic for the wildlife as well because the birds absolutely devour it and you'll have the blackbirds and the thrushes and uh, if, if you get a, a severe winter, it tends to uh, sustain them all over the winter months as well. And other things then that are very good are the pyracanthas. And there's lovely um, varieties. There's lovely um, pyracantha is, is used as a hedge growing plant or even you can have it as a climber all up against the wall. But what I like about it is has a mass of these lovely lilac or uh, lovely um, uh, 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 creamy white flowers on it uh, right through the summer months. But then in the autumn time, you have these lovely red or orange or yellow berries from, from them. And quite, a, quite an, uh, a vigorous plant as well. So, I mean, these will grow in, in soil that isn't too good. Um, or even in very exposed areas as well. It's quite a quite a hardy hardy plant. Um, again, um, you, you can have them. Um, I would tend to do plant them in blocks of colour. So you'd have the blocks of red. say five five of the red, ten of of the yellow, and then uh, uh, five of the orange. Do them in that type of um, uh, uh, like yes. as a hedge or even as um, a, a climber up against the wall because it's much better to the eye instead of having every second one um, red, yellow, orange. Um, have them in blocks of colour so that it looks much much better to the eye as well. Other things then, there's another thing called colicarpa, which is a lovely purple berry as well, or even that, that thing called hippophane. And um, a hippophane is a lovely silver-leafed um, shrub. Um, and sea buckthorn is the common name of it. But that's uh, quite an easy one to grow as well. But lovely bright orange um, berries from that as well. And again, that's very good for, for uh, the wildlife as well. Other things then would be lovely mountain ashes and, uh, uh, and even um, the mountain ashes have fantastic autumn colour on them. You see them, lovely bright orange or red or even golden leaves on them at this time of the year. And mountain ash are, are particularly quite hardy as well. Very, very good for exposed areas. But again, we'll have lovely uh, creamy uh, white flowers in the summertime and then you'll have the orange or red or even pink berries from, from the mountain ash. Again, the, the, there are trees that are, are quite neat. They, they don't grow too wide or anything like that. Only about 15 foot high and, uh, and, and quite narrow in stature. 
but again, fantastic autumn colour from, from them at this time of the year. Lovely things then it would be like of other things, other climbers would be like the ivies. And the ivy has a lovely blackberry on it uh, uh, coming into this time of year. The ivy's flower right through the whole winter really as well. But then they'll have these lovely blackberries on them, which are great for the, the wood pigeon um, uh, during the, the, the winter months as well. Cynthia carpus is a lovely plant as well, or even thing called pernetia. The Cynthia carpus, you can get that in, in lovely pink berry or white berry as well. Or the, the pernetias, you'll have a bright, bright, um, bright uh, luminous purple um, and white and um, uh, uh, red. Uh, from those, I mean, you have, have those as lovely um, individual plants. They're fantastic in containers, actually. The pernetias, and they're lovely um, at this time of year to plant in your containers. Um, so have great colour um, from the berries. Uh, even the the um, uh, solanum, uh, the castrum, the the slan, the the winter cherry is bright orange berries from that as well. And they're great combination plants to have in your window boxes or even in in your large containers as well. To have good um, uh, autumn winter colour from them. Very good indeed. Um, for for some reason, there are three questions in about apple trees. One saying uh, apple tree uh, all rotten on the inside. The six-year-old tree itself is leaning. Um, somebody else saying my apple tree leaves are all turning black and somebody else wondering about pruning them. So you might like to combine those for Zoltan? Yeah, with, with, the, with the, the core rot or, or, or central rot, that's usually a, a magnesium deficiency. So uh, really on, on the, the apple tree. So it's very important to use a thing called a, a magnesium salt at the base of the apple trees um, uh, uh, at this time of the year. So next spring, when they come into flower and just the fruit starts to form, they have plenty of magnesium um, taken up so that they don't get any core rot in the, the centre of the apple. Um, another thing, when the apples start to form, when they're, when they're about marble size, kind of middle, middle of May or uh, middle of May onwards, and when they're like almost marble size, mm. it's a spray them with a thing called copper mixture. And this uh, is a, like it's a fungicidal spray that you can spray uh, at, the, at the outer skin of the, uh, the apple the, when they're marble size. And that should keep any apple scab or apple canker uh, forming on, on the apples so that they don't get any damage um, uh, on the outer skin of it. So you don't get any of that core rot getting into the centre of the apple. And so in the middle of May, you, you use a thing called um, copper, uh, copper mixture. And then in in the um, uh, autumn time, this time of the year really, is feed them with a, a magnesium salt so that you, it keeps mm. the, the, the apple tree, apples quite clean and no damage in the centre of them. Now, with the black leaves on, on the apple trees now at the moment, um, really they're going to start coming falling back now anyway. So you're coming into the autumn time, a lot of the leaves are going to get a lot of rust yes. and, and, and black spot on them. So that's going to happen naturally. Just allow... That you don't allow the leaves to to um, uh, to grade down in, into the, the soil below the trees. Gather the leaves up, um, and, and then uh, use that as compost um, uh, elsewhere in, in the garden. And don't allow the spores to go back up onto the tree uh, in the springtime. Okay, and the pruning. Uh, pruning is a good time to prune once you harvest all the apples, mm. um, and always prune back. Always, you get an awful lot of pruning. Uh, let's say a lot of vegetative vegetative growth from the top of the trees. These are big, long, long growths that, that you have. So cut them back to four buds to the main stem. So you allow these um, the apple tree to form fruit spurs. Uh, these are, are the fruit spurs that will have the flowers on it and then therefore lots of fruit on them. It forces the plants, to, uh, the tree, to produce more fruit for you. So cut back to four buds to the main stem. Um, uh, use any of the larger boughs that are crossing, remove those so that you don't get any, any uh, scarring 
on, on the branches um, and so that you don't get any canker growing in on it. Um, so cut them, cut, the, cut any cross branching off it. Get, away, get rid of any dead or damaged wood off it as well, especially after the storm, you get a little few branches broken. So cut them back cleanly. Um, use a thing called arbor steel and steel paint onto any of the larger wounds uh, that, 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 uh, that, uh, that you cut off. Um, so that seals yes. it so that you don't get any canker getting in, into the stem. All right. Uh, somebody else wondering, um, what would be good hedging in poor ground? I planted a red robin two years ago, but it's nearly all dead at this point. It's a border between a grass lawn and the field. Yeah, really, because it's probably exposed as well. So there's just a lot of wind, wind burn on, on the the fatinies and red robins. The, yeah, the fatinies and red robins are quite a hungry plant that they need uh, good soil to mm. go into. So it's much better to have things that are that are hardier and that can take wind and uh, starve soil. So think, this is the simple hedge and, and quite a quick growing one and, and it's lovely planted in the countryside is the white thorn hedging. It's a very, very hardy hedge and it makes a lovely, uh, uh, mm. almost like stockproof hedge really uh, because you, you plant about seven per metre and do a kind of a staggered row of them. Uh, and they're quite a vigorous um, uh, hedge to, to come on quite quickly. And you can layer it as well. I mean, they're lovely layers. Um, so it makes it completely stockproof and, and even a dog or cat can't get through it. Um, and then as well, I, I like to plant with the, with the um, uh, Crotagus monogyna, which is the, the ordinary white thorn hedge. Um, plant in between those every so often is the lovely um, Crotagus monogyna, Paul Scarlet. It's a lovely pink flowering, flowering one. So you could have the lovely white, white um, flowers during the summertime or during, um, let's say, um, early, late spring, early summer, uh, the white flowers of the, the white thorn, and then have the lovely Paul scarlet, the lovely pink to red uh, flowers in between them every so often. And it gives a lovely display um, uh, right through the, the, mm. the uh, late spring, early summer. Declan is wondering, do you know anybody stocking garlic cloves for autumn growing? None of my usual stockists have it this year so far. I normally have mine in the ground by mid-September. Well, we actually have, have a large selection of garlic in Arabon stores um, in Nina. Very good. Um, and in throughout our stores there. And so um, uh, garlic is good so at this time of the year. Garlic and um, uh, uh, kale and even um, do, do these lovely winter cabbages that, that's been sown now and even leeks as well. So we have, have those in, in our Arabon stores. But uh, uh, garlic again, uh, push down, split the, the garlic clove up um, and push it down uh, uh, just just below the surface of the soil, so that um, it will get a good root system on it, and and then um, let let the frost and the weather get at it. That forms the garlic to, to bulk up a lot better for you. Right. So and again, I beg your pardon. Six, yes, yes, Alton. Yeah. Uh, uh, Plant them about six inches apart as well, so that, that they right. get good spacing. And just before I let you go, just briefly, if you would, but so many people asking once again for your organic moss killer. Would you just give us the ingredients once again, Alton? Yeah, really for organic muscular, we have we have a Nurdop um, spray that you can put out, um, which is an organic-based um, or natural-based um, uh, herbicide that you can put out. But you can also use um, either vinegar, uh, a five liters of vinegar, two cups of Epsom salts, and a, a quarter of a cup of uh, washing up liquid and an eco washing up liquid, and that gets it very good on your yard and paths and things like that, and cleans it up very well and gets rid of any weeds that may be coming up as well. Right. Especially at this time of the year when you have, uh, when the wet weather comes, you get that very, very uh, lot of algae and moss starting to come creeping back into your yards and, uh, and paths and things like that. 
All right. Alton, great to talk to you as always and happy gardening and thank you for that. That's it from me. Uh, Ali produced Stephen is on the way with uh, the Time Tunnel and some breaking news for you that drugs haul from the cargo ship in Cork is estimated to be worth 157 million euro and of course we'll have more in our main uh, lunchtime news at one o'clock. Um, that's it from me. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Look after yourselves and be safe out there, won't you? Bye-bye. Tip today with Fran Curry With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie.